Good evening. This is the Dr. Zeus podcast, out and about, walking around. If you enjoy today's impromptu podcast with me, Adam, and Alma, there will be more. But see, here's the thing. I don't like to plan things. I like to just let it happen. So I thought tonight, let's get serious. I don't like to discuss my health, but I figure this is an intimate crowd to an extent. We will discuss it. So right before I turned 30, I got back in shape. It lasted for about four years, and then, you know, I fell off the wagon. I fell off the wagon hard. Depression is a bitch. Truly fucking is. Then there was a lot of stuff going on job-wise. This was 2012. I remember coming back from work, leaving at 10, and going to In-N-Out. Very stupid. And so, yeah, that's what happened. Cut to um, this year. Well, last year. Last year, yeah, I needed to drop the pounds. I still need to badly for health reasons. And also, you know, I want to look my best. So last year, some weird things started occurring. And it just so happened that someone in my family was becoming a nurse. So I thought, okay. So I tell them my symptoms. One day they check my blood. Boom. Right there. That was the scariest fucking shit I've ever... Well, that and a broken window in my arm. But we won't discuss that. This was beyond my control, or was it? So I I played it safe for a couple of months. Kind of. Not, Not totally. And then this year... I was diagnosed type 2 diabetes. So I thought, okay. When they told me, I wasn't surprised. So I thought, okay. I didn't really have a pity party. I just thought, okay. So I said to the doctor, look, I'll do whatever you want. And he's like, okay. So he told me to work out. He told me to cut this out, cut that out. He was putting me on medication. I remember when I went to go get the medication. Oh, you can go and come back. I'm thinking, fuck that. I'm waiting for this shit. Let's get this shit started. I didn't say it like that because then, you know. You know, I don't want to scare the personnel. So I took care of it. So here we are. I remember, though, I did I did kind of refuse their glucose meter because I had connections and it's good to have family connections and get me a more affordable glucose checker. So here we are. Um, this is April and I've been doing this since February. So and I've I've accepted it. You know, it's like. I can't really drink anymore. I never really was a fan of drinking to begin with. I mean, it was fun, but it's like, it's small potatoes. And and those of you who are like, oh my God, I would just fucking die if I couldn't drink. Get a fucking life. It's not all that. Yeah, a glass of wine is good. But drinking the hard shit all the time, even when I was doing that, I've, I always felt like I was putting poison in my body. So here we are. I'm exercising daily. I figure, you know what? I always wanted to put on more muscle. This is my opportunity. 
So it's been a positive experience. You know, I count carbs. Um, I also count calories. Because, you know, I don't think a lot of you realize, oh, let's go and eat those deep dish fucking fries. Yeah. You know how many calories that is? Do you know how long it takes for you to burn off 200 calories? No wonder this country is so fucking fat. No wonder. You know, I watch people who remain nameless go to these restaurants and and they just it's like they load the fucking sandwich up and the sandwich can't even be closed that's that's irresponsible it's gonna get you but you know it's like you know what you know now the great Maya Angelou said and Oprah often says this but Oprah did not coin this phrase the great Maya Angelou did when you know better you do better which is so true huh so yeah it's it's been uh Interesting ride. But here's some things at the Dr. Zeus podcast that I want to vent about. Not everyone seems to understand what I am going through. Or not so much going through, but my new life. And Oh, you can't eat with us? Uh, no, I have to check my blood first. Oh, we didn't know. Oh, okay, whatever. Um, you know, that I have to prick my finger. Not my, not finger my prick, but prick my finger. That's a nod to George Carlin. Um, I love how people are like surprised. Like when I whip it out, you know, the, the needle. And I mean, I'm not giving myself injections. And those of you who do, I mean, you are brave individuals. And my doctor is working with me. So that isn't the case for me. Because... Uh, he, the, even certain family members are like, you got to work on this. Um, so yeah, I remember my vision was blurring that scared the living fuck out of me. And at first I thought it was just stress, you know? And I remember I would drive at night and it would blur. <laughs> now, you know, it seems to be good. Um, so that's why when all of this occurred, and I'm, and I'm going to refer to it as all of this, I'm not going to refer to it as what everyone's been referring to it as. I'm tired of the news. It's like, let's just fucking clean up already. Let's fucking wipe it all down. Um, I had to get a doctor's note because both of my parents are over 60. Uh, my father's going to be 74. He's a Vietnam vet. Um, exposed to Agent Orange. I probably was exposed to it because I'm his son. So, because when I told the doctor that, the doctor kind of seemed surprised. Like, hmm, that may have also pushed your diabetes. Not just that it runs in the family. So, to those essential workers, and I'm related to several of them, more power to you. They, you know, my father educated us early on. What you have to do to combat this. What you need, you know, you need to wash your clothes immediately when you get home. My father didn't raise no fools. Although sometimes with the the younger brother, I often wonder. But, you know, I digress. I'm not here to talk shit. And, but yeah. So, you know, mainly I stayed home, not just for myself, because I'm type 2 diabetic, but my parents. So I don't think people understood that. So I literally had to get a note, you know, I, what I notice in my small town 
is that a lot of the workers at the grocery store don't wear the mask or the gloves. It's like they don't give a shit. And that's sad. The other thing, though, is culture. I'm half Mexican. The other half of me is Portuguese. What I'm noticing is that my fellow, a lot of my fellow Mexicans, Latinos, you know, Puerto Ricans, whatever, is that you guys don't think you don't need the mask. You need the fucking mask. You cannot pray this shit away. You just can't. Let's get real, okay? You know, I believe in God, but, you know, I'm not going to go to church and infect myself. Are you kidding me? No. So, yeah, it's been an interesting run. Um, it also helps to, you know, just think of this from a positive standpoint. When I told a few people that I was diabetic and they were like, oh, my God, that's so sad for you. And I was just like, back the fuck up. Sad for me? I ain't crying, bitch. This is a Dr. Zeus motherfucking podcast. You think I'm going to cry over that shit? No, no. I'm taking motherfucking action. I remember when I went to see, when I went to go get my uh, retinal scan because they want to make sure everything was okay. And so I said, you know, my vision is blurry. And they said, that's, that's part of it. That's natural. They said... Once you get into a rhythm, your blood sugar is under control, it'll fade. And that was right. I said, because, you know, I don't want it to fuck up my vision. The other thing, though, is I love pizza. I grew up with Italians. Some of my best friends are Italian. I love pizza. I haven't had pizza since February. Um, One of my friends, the sheriff, we'll call him, amazing individual, love him to death, both him and his uh, wife are just so amazing. I love them both. Really helped bring the childlike play out of me. We dress up. We, we're cowboys. You know, I'm Doc Holliday. And he makes this amazing pizza. Now, I'm sure I can have it because it's homemade. And also, you know, if I don't put the sauce on it. But yeah, I haven't really had pizza. You know, and... Yeah, I mean, I've, I've had to watch it. And yeah, I'm not, I don't feel sorry for myself. It's like, shit, I'm capable of getting this shit done. But also I'm aware of, it runs in the family. And also my father said to me, you don't want to get to the point where body parts need to get cut off. So, you know, I got to watch my feet. I remember a couple months ago, some friends and I, they wanted to go get something for their kitchen. I, I I didn't help lift that thing because I thought if I know what I know and that falls on my toes and breaks them, I'm dead. I'm dead. Even the dogs know it too. So I backed away and I said, look, you have the Sears people help you because I'm at the time I didn't know if I was diabetic. So I said I'm pre-diabetic. <laughs> Newsflash. Now it's the full enchilada. But then I, this is back in November. I was like, I don't want to risk it. I don't want this to fall on my toes and then boom, you know, get them fucking cut off. I don't fucking think so. Homie, don't play that. So I don't want to give a nod to that. I say, homie, don't play that from homie, the clown in living color. Living color was one of my favorite shows, even more than SNL and living color basically 
went there. I mean, Saturday Night Live wouldn't touch certain stuff. But <laughs> in Living Color touched it. I mean, you look at the superstars that were on in Living Color. You look at Jim Carrey, Damon Wayans, Keenan Ivory Wayans. Oh, my God. Jamie Foxx, fucking Oscar winner, playing Wanda. Hey. I mean, come on. Alexander Wentworth. Alexandra Wentworth, who is married to George Stephanopoulos. She was on In Living Color. And I'm not going to mention J-Lo because that's just irrelevant. All she did was dance. She didn't, she wasn't part of the ensemble, you know? So I want to give a nod to Damon Wayans. And homie, don't play that. I love that shit. Oh my God. It was just masterful. So here we are. I've recorded a podcast. Walking around the orchard. We'll be back after these messages. All right, we're back on the Dr. Zeus podcast. So here's the daily intake for me. So I wake up. Maybe it will be four or five in the morning, sometimes six. The first thing I have to do after taking a piss is taking the glip side. I take the glip side, I wait 30 minutes, and then I eat. I have to take metformin, I think that's how you say it. And then I'm good to go. But I have to check my blood after that 30 minute window. And then I eat. And then for dinner or lunch, lunch, same thing. Lunch, I have to check the blood before I can eat. Now, I don't have to take the pills and then cut around to um, dinner time, especially if I work out. Um, I will take the glip side, 30-minute wait, and then with my food, well, first, okay, so the 30-minute window is done. This is, I have to check it three times a day Sometimes four because I get paranoid um, So then For dinner I will After I've checked the blood The glipside 30 minute window Then metformin In this me- medication To prevent hearts, heart attacks And strokes So yes But um You know because I That's, that's the other thing is the technical stuff of this that was explained to me because the doctor didn't explain this it was i'm thankful that the family member who is the nurse explained this to me and said basically your blood is very sugary very syrupy very dangerous so it's basically um how would i compare this um an icy, you know the ICs, the nice little sugary ICs. It's like some ICs are passing through my heart and kidneys and and lungs, up to my brain with mass amounts of sugar. But I don't think so. <sighs> so uh, I have to take this one form of medication only at night with the other two pills. So yeah. So that, you know, do I feel sorry for myself about that? No. It's part of life. Um, Because I jumped on it. I immediately said to the doctor, I'll do whatever you want. And I meant it. You know? I mean, the other thing that I'm going to talk about, 
And some of you could see it as a TMI, but I don't fucking care. It's my show. Um, it has not affected my libido. And I kind of knew that from the get-go. Um, other people may be different, you know, they may need Viagra. But with me, no. I think because that part has always kind of... I don't worry too much about that performance, you know? Um, but also, I've been single most of the time. You know, when I've had my fun, I've had my fun. That's why it kind of... People... I know they mean well, but it is kind of offensive when people are like, Well, I could... I have a friend, I could... No, no, no. But, but you guys... No, no, no. But, 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 but... Here's the thing. I can hook myself up, okay? Um, that's like me going up to a straight friend saying, Hey, I got this friend just like you, I could hook you up. You're both hetero. <laughs> it's like, fuck that. And everyone's like, oh, we just want you to be happy. Oh, I want to be happy. But to me, happiness is different. Happiness is not arguing with someone about whether we're going to go to fucking Chili's or Denny's. I don't don't like that shit. I don't like the drama. You know? Most of the time when I've been in something, I'm the one who pulls the plug. It's like I've, I've, you know, everything that I've wanted out of it. Okay, good. Goodbye. That's, you know... Yeah, so that's how I can maintain a form of sanity. I know some of you don't like sanity. You want insanity, you know, and that's the other thing. This has really annoyed me, and, you know, I'm a good listener, but here's the thing, people. I don't want you to constantly tell me about your husband and wife. I don't want to hear about that fucking shit. They're not talking to me. I don't fucking care. Take care of it. It's not my problem. Because you can only tell me that shit so many, so many times before I'm like, you know what? I don't want to hear it anymore. You married them. You stuck your dick in them. Or you married them. You wrote his dick. Hey, I'm not the one who did. I don't know what you're telling me. Go see a shrink. I mean, I would love to charge them. But, you know, I'm their friend. And it's like, hey, he's free. Yeah. Because, you know, at one point I did think about being a therapist. But now, then I got to analyze people, analyze myself. I don't think so. Mm-mm. So, these days, don't fuck with my health. Just don't fuck with it. And we'll be A-OK. <sighs> of course, you know, there are certain family members whom I love dearly. Maybe the ones that brought me into this world. One in particular who still offers me donuts. And I'm like, Mom, come on, let's get real. Well, your father, totally different situation. He's not type two. But then she'll remind me, remember, your father has been dealing with this for 20 years. Okay. So, but yeah, you know, I, I whenever those donuts are in the house, I just kind of stare at them like, I don't want to, you know, I will say some things that I'm very thankful of that have gone away. When this all occurred, it was the summer of last year, 2019, and I had to go to the bathroom a lot, so I knew something was wrong. I just didn't, I didn't know what. So, like, we would go to movies, I would have to leave 
during the movie just it, it annoyed me. And then when I went to go see Tool in January, I played it cool. I was like, my friend and I split a pretzel. I drank very little water because I'm like, I'm not walking to the bathroom during Tool. That's why I, I'm happy I don't drink. People are walking past us with their beers. It's like you came to see Tool, not Bud Light. But hey, some people just have that crutch. And um, and I was, and then the last time I saw, I went to a movie theater. I saw 1917, and I played it cool. I didn't have to go to the bathroom. Once I was on this medication, once I was lowering the sugar intake and the carbohydrate intake. Oh my god, such a relief. So, yeah, I I kind of didn't see the doctor for a while. I did wait until January and did the blood work. I remember at one point I pissed the doctor off because they said, oh, we want you to do this. And I said, oh, I got to go to an all staff. You would rather do that than go see me. And I'm starting to think, you know, you're right. Fuck that shit. So then one day I was sitting with the nurse who's very nice. And she says to me, can you do this day at two? And I'm like, mm, I got to work. And I'm like, hmm, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. And she said, yeah, before you take care of others, you got to take care of yourself. And I'm like, yep. So, you know, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to kill myself uh, over work just because, you know, oh, I got to stay here till this amount of time. But I really got to go to the doctor. Uh-uh. I'm going to go to the doctor. So I went to the doctor. I got all the necessary blood tests, met with the dietitian. You know, me and the dietitian were on the same page. I said to her, look, I know what you're going to tell me. I said, I used to be in shape. As you can tell, I fell off the wagon hard. Um, I held up my fist and said, this is the size of my meat intake. I know that from studying. And then she told me about carb counting. And I said, okay. Um, I don't really eat a lot of bread. Like if I have a hamburger, of course, that's my bread. But you know. I've been watching it, and that's why I'm out and about, walking, recording this podcast. Yeah, how many? Okay. So, yeah, it's been an interesting couple of months. So, here we are in February, in March, I mean April. See what happens when you're (laughs) doing two things at once, or three things. I want this shit to be done. I want to be able to go to my friends. I want to be able to go to the theater. I want to be able to, you know, go to see a movie. Go to a... My favorite thing to do is go to a concert. Some of my favorite bands. Tool. Rage Against the Machine. Postponed. Cher. Yes, I know. Some people are like, oh my God, you're going to go see Cher? Hey, my friend invited me. And I do like Cher. I think she is misunderstood. I think... When it comes to Madonna, she really can give Madonna a run for her money. Cher can actually sing. She's got an Oscar. All the things that Madonna wants. But Madonna can't act for shit. So, and I'm not, I'm not dogging Madonna. Because, hey, I love Vogue. I love Open Your Heart. Papa Don't Preach. When I say that, I think of my, my neighbor. I'm passing her house right now. She died when she was a teenager. She introduced me to Papa Don't Preach when I was a little kid. You know, so, yeah. 
so here we are. It's the Dr. Zeus podcast. Unpleasant dreams.